0: The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3215 or email radio at bnnmedia.org.
1: Good evening, Boston. I'm your host, Larry, Larry Higginbottom, and you're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM. Can you're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM. Name of the program, From the Trenches, baby. Observation of the basement Trenches, From the Trenches, From the Trenches. Well, if you are one of the lucky few to hear this, this program, that means that we got grace to be a, above ground another day. i say again, if you listen to this program, you and I was given grace to be above ground, right, to be able to make something happen. So we are the lucky ones. There are some folks that didn't make it. Hope you had a very enjoyable Thanksgiving uh, with families and friends. I mean, super Thanksgiving. I mean, New Year's, excuse me, excuse me, sorry. Hope you had a very good time with New Year with families and friends. Hope you enjoyed, you know, your family and friends. And I hope you also didn't, didn't get too entangled in politics because at the end of the day now, right, it's going to come down to what you're doing. Your quality of life is going to depend on not who's in office, what your skill set? That I am a firm believer. It's gonna come down to what your skill set are. Ah. Anyway, you might have heard that finally the president from Harvard was forced to resign. Well, she was. Well, she was. She said she resigned on her arm because she didn't want any more flat, any more. Uh, you know, pushback, etc. So she finally uh, took one. Took one for the team, like the president of UPenn who took one. Took one. Took one for the team a couple of weeks ago because that $100 million endowment money, right? They say, hey, she got to go. And so again, as I have observed this here, and I hope that you are too, especially for the young folks, Gen X's, Gen Z's, and, and, and millennials, you, you. Us baby boomers have failed you. We have failed you. And although I say that right reluctantly, because we opted, when King was murdered, we didn't continue to fight for liberation or self-determination. They passed some things called, you know, affirmative action. Some folks got a job with the city and state they never had before. Some folks were allowed to get into Harvard and the other uh, prestigious universities. Some folks, were, you know, got into corporate America, down in the HR room, down down, down in, uh, in the room, out of sight, out of mind, to so-called, you know, say we are making progress with affirmative action. And, you know, we fail for this thing called inclusion, multiculturalism, diversity, all those nice concepts that does not lend itself to ownership. Yeah, you can diversify my company. You can be included in my company. We can also have, you know, social equity in my company. But guess what? It's my company. I set the rules. I set the policy and procedures. So, again— we opted out for conveniency and not liberation. Baby boomers opted out for comfort, right, and not self determination. So we didn't leave anything. Millennials, Gen X, Gen Z, we didn't leave anything. And so now, what you're seeing play out here with the thing in Palestine, right, is the name of my program, my hour to talk to you is gonna be Wealth versus Civil Rights. Which group has greater influence in America? Wealth versus civil rights. Which group has greater influence in America? To me, what you're seeing, right, is the power of wealth. Since this here situation in Palestine happened, all right, back here on October 7th, and it's been going on for 75 years, since 1947, when the white man's United Nations petitioned Palestine, and gave the Jews 55% of that land, and the Palestinians 45%. They've been nothing but bloodshed ever since they put the Jews there. And Britain should have never, ever brought them there. Uh, Matter of fact, the Jews should have never went there, because why? Somebody's already there. They was already there. No one's gonna voluntarily leave their home because somebody told you, you are the chosen people of God coming back 2,000 years later. So this year, conflict has been going on in Palestine since 1947 when the arrogance of whiteness, white supremacy, dared to take land that was already preoccupied and give it to the Jews because, why, they need a homeland. They need a homeland. How racist is that? And so what you're seeing play out here is wealth. And her civil rights, right? Freedom of speech is being what compromised. Yeah, you can say you know pregnant, You can say, well, you no, know, she, she she she, she 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 you know uh, you know her, her her essay, her dissertation, etc. You know. But think about this here: for Harvard to hire her, right? They have vetted her finally. Whatever was her flaws, they knew before they hired this woman. They knew. They knew. They knew. So they was okay with that. What really rocked the boat, right, was when supposedly some Jewish students said that they was hiding in the closet on the university campus. But also, think about this here. I did some research here. In America, according to the 2020 census, right, 2020, right, Jewish Americans comprised 2.4% of the population. I think these was 2.4% or 2.6, very, very low. Let's, let's say 2.6, right, percent of the population. That decreased to 7.5 million Jewish Americans. 7.5, 7.5 million Jewish Americans. How can such a small population carry so much weight and clout? I'll tell you. Wealth. In the 75 years of the Holocaust, happened over there in Germany, not in America, happened in Germany, they have, right, been a, able to acquire wealth. By what? Having, you know, very uh, uh 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 high income, you know, uh essential skills, starting companies, corporations, et cetera. And so they have been able to amass a large amount of wealth to buy politicians, to buy influence, right? And a lot of these corporations are owned by Jewish Americans, along with other investors, right? So they can A, flex their muscles. That's why anything that's said that's unfavorable towards Israel or Jewish people is met with vile condemnation, condemnation. So here you have, if you watch the uh, C-SPAN uh, interview, when they call up there to the Congress, the three presidents from the Ivy League school, okay? I think it was Harvard, uh, UPenn, and I think Columbia, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. And the woman, the white uh, Republican uh, congressperson was drilling uh, the, the, the Harvard uh, president, you know, about they say these kids are in the uh, closet hiding, you know, what's your view on uh, this kind of, uh, you know, treatment? And rightfully, she said, right, I, according to our bylaws, according to our, uh, you know, uh, 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 code of conduct, right? It they have the students have the right to say what they want to say as long as it's right, depending on the context. And that's true, the context, because the First Amendment applies, depending on the context. She was adamant, like, but because the Harvard President did not say, yes, uh, you're right, it was anti-Semitism. Yes, we should throw them out. We should throw them off of the university. We should do whatever. Because she kept going back to their code of conduct, right, which the Board of Trustees, right, they set those policies. Anybody who's been to college knows the board, of, all colleges have what are called a board of trustees. They set the policies for how the, how how the, how the college going how the college going, going to you know govern themselves, or you they going to govern themselves. The president don't 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 set those policy. but because right she didn't come out there right and vehemently say yes, those folks who are saying death to Jews right we are going to throw them off campus we are going to prosecute them because she kept referring back to their policies rightfully so right. It did not suit well with this here uh, uh, bought congresswoman and also uh, the pro-Israel lobby group, right, was not feeling the response that the president gave when it came to so-called anti-Semitism. All right? And I say anti—I say so-called because you have the right to speak, right? Now, depending on the context, right, as she was saying, right, they would take appropriate steps. But that was not okay for the pro-Israel lobby people, the big the big money donors. So here you have you have wealth superseding one's civil rights. So because these ladies, the president, right, did not say, you know what these politicians want to hear or what the pro-Israel uh, Israel lobby folks want to hear, right? They were subject for harsh criticism and to be dismissed. I contend, as a member of Ados American-born blacks, all right, we have talked. I'm speaking now to uh, these young folks who are Ados or Amer- or American blacks. To you, uh, young folks, we have been taught to put all our all our effort into civil rights, civil rights, right, voting, fair play, housing, all those things. You know, to deal with you know, you know, you know, discrimination. We were not taught about acquiring wealth. When you think about the relationship that is built on here in America, 247 years of child slavery from 1619 to 1865. From 1865, right, to 1965, eighty-seven, right, 100 years of Jim Crow laws. So for 347 years, more 350 years, right, we've been focusing on civil rights instead of economics. The reason why I say we went the wrong way. We're asking the same folks to hire us, employ black men who've been indoctrinated and groomed and socialized to hold us in contempt, hate, and disdain. How likely are they going to hire black men? Not likely. Not likely. So by focusing on on civil rights and not wealth creation, by A, trying to acquire contracts, right, with the state, city, the federal government, or probably entities right having laws that a was written whereby you got to make sure the black American getting so much get so much get so much of these state contracts federal contracts you know federal contract by not doing that right you couldn't build no wealth because you was going act the very same people who've been indoctrinated right from day one to view you and see you with contempt and disdain that you had no rights that a white had to respect in America and so what I would say you're seeing play out, Gen X's, millennials, is that wealth here has, right, Trump civil rights. So her rights for free speech, right, has been totally undermined. All of those presidents have been totally undermined. And so are the students on campus. And as I read for myself, right, how this thing got started, and for more information, uh, read uh, uh, President uh, Jimmy Carter, uh, Palestine, I uh, uh, peace, not apartheid. Also, for more for more information, uh, you can also visit uh, the Israeli lobby, uh, U.S. foreign policy, and both those uh, 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 manuals. They clearly, clearly, clearly state the wealth, the power these folks have as far as buying politicians, and also the institution that they own. So here you see clearly, right, the civil rights have lost out to wealth because the students, those who were protesting, right, even somebody said what well, I deaf all Jews. If you read, you can't kind of understand why. If you look at Palestine 1947, pre-Jewish arrival, right, that was all Palestinian land. Palestine was about 89% Palestinian. They had some Jews and some Christians there. But it was a Palestinian state. If you look at it now, all right, the Jews have taken all that land. So you expecting people to say, I love you, kumbaya, after you have taken all their land and displaced them to feel, uh, you know, have warm feels about you? I mean, after reading for myself, I can understand. Again, context. I can understand why somebody might say death to all Jews. Look what you've done to them. You came to Palestine and displaced them. You made these folks, you know, uh, you know, refugees. You have the Jewish community, Turkey taking all their stuff from them. Under the pretext of, you know, the Holy of survivors, well, they had nothing to do with that. It's not on them. That happened in Germany. And Germany has paid you reparation for the last 50, 60 years to the survivors of the six million Jews who was murdered. Okay. As a matter of fact, there's a payment due of $1.4 billion this year in 24 to the survivors of the Jewish Holocaust. Okay. But it had to do with Palestine. So what we now call Israel is Palestine. They've taken these folks' land. So, how are you going to somebody, a to say I love Jews or have some affection for you when you've taken all of their stuff. So again, the president of the university, you know, should have said, right, well, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. If you look at what has happened to these people, they have a right to be upset. Because you've taken all their land. There's no two-state solution here. How you gonna come to somebody's somebody's homeland? homeland now right call it's called Palestine it wouldn't call Israel 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 did not come into existence until 1948 That's because the audacity of the British and and United Nations in America all right to petition Palestine to cut it up and give it to the Jewish community outrageous so there was no there was no Israel before 1948 this is a man-made state this is imperialism so, how do you want folks to feel lovely about you or good about you when well, you done came and took their stuff? And then you're gonna float this here two state solution. Somebody's gonna come to your house, right? Invade your house, and say, guess what? I got a solution. We're gonna have a two, a two prong home. You got the first floor, we got the second, third, and the fourth floor. How's it gonna work? You wouldn't go for that. Nobody would. So, as I see this thing play out, I'm really speaking to the young people. You need to understand, Black Americans, adults, youth, that civil rights has failed. It failed to achieve Dr. King's ultimate objective for us to be treated as what? Full citizens with all the perks and benefits of whiteness. We went the wrong way pursuing civil rights and not wealth. And so what you see here at Harvard, right, who had one of the largest endowment in the world, all these big donors, Jewish donors, and, they, and, and their colleagues, you know, both the people flock together now, okay? And they've been selling this here thing called anti-Semitism for the last 75 years. And Hitler, Nazism, right? It's all you hear. But it didn't happen here. It happened over there. But again, these big money donors, right? Finally persuaded the board, she got to go, and to say you know you know you know that she pray you know she you know she prayed the ride prayed pray the ride her, her her dissertation for Harvard to hire this lady, you know they they went over here with a fine tooth comb. That board examined all of her the dissertation, her papers, everything, before they even hired this woman. So all of a sudden now to find something wrong, you know, she didn't cite this on her paper, didn't cite that, it's bogus. It's bogus. It's bogus. What you're seeing play out here, baby, is wealth. Wealth. It's one thing Dr. Clark Anderson said, you know, it's so true. In America, it's what you own and control that matters. In America, what you own and control that matters. And he's very, very, very true about that. So what you're seeing play out here in all these universities, all right, is wealth. Wealth trumps civil rights. Now, I'm sure these, are, you know, very, you know, prominent Jewish Americans and are their colleagues, you know, they're for, they, are for, they are for civil rights when it benefits them. They are for civil rights when it benefits them. But if you say anything that's unfavorable towards Jewish people or Israel also now, your right to speak with, with, with impunity must be curtailed and you get what? Visual threats? All of a sudden, you're nobody. Think about that. But again, this first day back for the new year, 2024, my topic is this here. Wealth versus civil rights. Which group have greater influence in America? Wealth versus civil rights. Which group have greater influence in America? And to my group I'm speaking to, especially young folks, you know, uh, you know, my my lineas, Gen X's, Gen Z, we went the wrong way. Us baby boomers really dropped the ball when King was murdered, pursuing right comfort and conveniency and not wealth. So we got nothing, we got nothing to, 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 to hand over to you. So you're at the mercy of these 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 uh, individuals, be it group be a uh, wasp. wasp People or you know uh, Jewish people, they get what they have the contract. They got the big law firm, the investment firm, all that good stuff. Okay, all we got is civil rights. It don't feed you. It don't pay the bill. It won't hire you. Everybody benefited from it, but it's, but it doesn't. The the country here, the country runs on wealth. We got none. And so, to my young people, come behind me. You got to understand, you got to be about trying to acquire wealth by acquiring essential high, high income skills and forming your own business to hire yourself. Because they don't say it now. These Jewish Americans, along with their colleagues, have said, let us know, all right, who said death to Jews or who's out there protesting, pro, you know, free Palestine, whatever, and we won't we won't hire them. We will not hire them. Well, I call that there terrorism, economic terrorism. But nobody said anything about that. Think about this here. As the owner of a company, CEO, founder, all right? I don't hire people because why their political political persuasion must a, match mine. I I hire them for a task. I had them for a specific uh, uh, job function. Not that they must think like me, or have their political pers- persuasion be identical to mine. But the Jewish Americans and their colleagues, because so, you know these are all all these are all big time donors, right? And birds with feather flock together. Also, they tell them, let us know. You got to see a group called Canary Mission. They're going around taking folks' photos, put it on Facebook to let folks know, right? Be the student, be the professors, be the companies or whatever. They put these folks' uh, uh, faces on Facebook so these potential employers will know who not to hire. Now, think about... That. So wealth trump civil rights. But nobody's saying nothing about that. Nobody's saying nothing about that. Nowhere, if you're going to be a lawyer or investment banker, do your political persuasion, right, have to match up with the owner of that company. But you as American are saying, yes, it does. You say anything that's not favorable about Israel, you say anything why you 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 pro-Palestinian. Free Palestine, we have a problem with that. But nobody never said, you shouldn't be there. From my reading, and I read for myself this time, and not just a, relying on the white corporate-owned media to feed me this here uh, propaganda, but, but for reading for my on my own for the first time, I understand they never should have been put there. They never should have been allowed to come there and take these folks land by force. The U.N. should have never partition Palestine. Never. Britain should have never brought them there. America should have never co-signed to back them. Never. So, again, when you, when you put stuff in context, understand why folks are saying we hate Jews or we don't like the Jews or whatever. I, I can understand that now. Because why? You took what's theirs. And they've been fighting ever since to get it back. But the problem is, right, I understand now, from all reading, they would not supply the kind of weapons and training that you have received from America. You've been trained by one of the most lethal killing forces known to man: United States, United States Armed Forces. They have trained the Jewish community, but who's arming the Palestinian or so-called terrorists? Maybe Iran, you know, Iraq, or whatever. But you got machine guns, homemade rockets. They got precision-killing weaponry. They got F-16, F-15, right? Black Hawk helicopters. Tanks. It's no match. So I understand now, while they was never ever able to claim, to reclaim their land back. So you look at what Palestine was, 1947, what it is now, all their land been taken, and they still fighting to get it back. I give them credit for that. They're still fighting, but it's over. It's like trying to reclaim America. It's over, and what you're seeing in, in Palestine was played out here in America. The white settlers, the white Europeans slaughtered all the Native all the Native Americans. What's left of them uh, on reservation. And when white folks in America say, "Well, you know, we're all immigrants," but they don't, they don't say, "Well, why we slaughtered the people who's here? We needed people, right, to inhabit this land. To, to inhabit this land, we had to bring what? We had to bring folks from what? From Europe here. That's why we needed what? Immigrants. That's why we all are immigrants here, except for Black American. We came in chain, right? Created the wealth, got nothing." But white folks never say, right, that the reason why we are a nation of immigrants because we slaughtered the people, took the land by genocide, and we needed to inhabit the land so we brought folks from Europe. They don't say that now. Just, you know, we're all nation of immigrants. Well, if you look over there in Palestine, Jews doing the same thing. Why do they say it's a Jewish state? We want Jews from everywhere. Why? you taking these folks' land, You must what inhabit these land with what? Other Jewish people. They're doing the same thing that occurred in America is now occurring over there in Palestine. No different. All because of what? Firearms. Weapons. That's why they can do it. Firearms. Weapons. If you look at wherever the Europeans went, those indigenous people was always flooded and land taken. Africa, same thing. Okay. So wherever they went, they had what? Firearms. They had the weapons. And so you might have had the numbers, but firearms, right, would nullify your numbers. Because you got a spear and a bow and a knife. I got a tummy gun. You got millions of people, but I got what? Tummy guns. I got, you know, cannons. You know, I got Gatling guns. So that's why whenever you see Europeans, you, what you're seeing is folks who've been colonized. What you're seeing over there in Palestine is an is 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 example how the Europeans have what? Subjugated the whole world. That's it, it is what it is. Instead of getting mad about it, it is what it is. To what? Weapons. they had the firepower. Be it with French, Germans, right? Portuguese, they had what? The weapons. So, is it any wonder that what goes on there also went on here? And so, what I'm saying to the young folks, you know, who listening, understand what listening, understand what you are witnessing. You are witnessing wealth, wealth, superseding civil rights. And so, the group that influenced America the greatest is those with wealth. And we... Baby, boys, we failed you because we went down the wrong track. You know, we should have said, "You hey, wait a minute, in uh, 1865, given this 200, two, 240, 247 year of terror we just undergone, sanctioned by the government, condoned by the government. Like I said before, white folks only did what the government allowed them to do. White community only did what the government allows them to do. We should have said, hey, wait a minute. There's too much hostility and hate towards your group, towards mine. Trying to be a citizen, right, is really a flawed idea. Once you let us get out, get some land, all right, provide us the tools and the weapons to protect ourselves from these irate uh, uh, whites who might run, run across here. Do business with us, do business with us, you know what I mean? We can sell our goods to you and vice versa, you know what I mean? But, you know, the two of us, right, should respect the fact that there's 24, 7 years of child slavery is not gonna bold itself well as trying to become citizen and respect in America. We should have never ever walked down the road trying to be a citizen. That's my belief, knowing what I know now, over these years. And we have been fighting for 157 years since I'm at the patient, I think of him, eighteen sixty-five to now, like 157 years. Fighting to be what? Citizen. And what you've seen play out here over here at Harvard and uh UPenn, is where wealth trumped civil rights. These presidents was right to say, hey, based on, right, you know, the intent. Because why? The board of trustees at the colleges, right, they set, right, uh, the protocol. They set, you know, uh, do's and the don'ts. But it wasn't good enough. Because the Jewish community in the last 50, 50, 50, 60 years all right, because of indoctrination, have convinced the world in America that that 2.6 percent population is on a constant attack by what anti-Semitism. If you do, if you do your own research, all right, and go to uh, which I did, I went to the uh, FBI database. The number one group, right, that attacks the Jewish people are white people, not Black Americans. Matter of fact, how many Jews live amongst black people in the hood? Not not pfft, virtually none. None. Also, according to that database, how many with uh, Asian now, right? Asian American, number one group who attacks them, white people, not black Americans. How many Asians live amongst black folks in the hood? Pfft, not none. Virtually none. They might have they might have the restaurants here, but that's about it. So again, because this propaganda in the last 50 or 60 years, right? Uh, this here great uh, avalanche of anti-Semitism, all right? everybody now is is really being silent because why? This group has amassed through power and wealth and influence control the institution. They can stymie you for me saying say anything. And what you're seeing over here in Harvard, for for, for I'm going to say, is a classic example of wealth. You know, well, she, prejud- she She pressurized her, her, her paper, you know. She didn't quote, Uh, you know, her source of this or that. You know, Don, when you go for a job at Harvard, right, in these Ivy League colleges, you're going to be the president, they have vetted you very well, baby. They know everything about you. So say no. She pressurized. She didn't about anything but they didn't know about. Them high donors, them Jewish-American high donors and their colleagues, their buddies, you know, they all, they all flocked to flock together. Park told the board trustee, if you want these $100 million or more, she got to go. It got to be a symbolic firing because of anti-Semitism. And she pressurized the paper. <sighs> Come on now. All behind American Jews with power and influence. That's what it was. That's what it was. And so I'm saying to young folks come behind me, you better understand now, you need to go to school not to get educated, but also to be able to secure and control your own income. You must secure that platform, whereby you can speak and not be intimidated because why somebody's gonna take your job because they don't like what you're saying. Although what you're saying might be true, but the, but the fact you're saying about the Jews or, or, or Israel, all of a sudden now, there's a problem with it. And that's why I come to realize, watch this whole thing unfold, as an American Black who identifies as Eidos to stand for American as slaves, slave, we went down the wrong road chasing civil rights. We went down the wrong road. And so now, we got no inheritance to pass on to you. And so now folks can threaten to fire you if you were protesting, exercising your constitutional right, you can be fired or not even hired because why? They control this platform where they can hire people and fire people because your political um, idea does not fit theirs. Come on now. But anyway, again, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM, Listen to WBCA, 102.9, 102.9 FM. Name is show from the trenches, baby. Observation the trenches. Observation the the trenches. Well, speak about what I'm seeing out here, how it affects my group. Because as the uh, data shows, by 2053, we're going to be a permanent, permanent undeclared with no wealth. How can you function in America with no wealth? Not well. Not well at all. So this should be a wake-up call to the young folks. Uh, Gen X's, Gen Z, millennials, we failed you. As a member of the baby baby, baby boomer class, yes, we failed. We, we went the wrong way. We changed things, right, that they did not manifest itself into wealth or owning institutions or owning companies to be able to hire people. Everybody opted what? a job. And so now, you are faced with the Undo his task of trying to create wealth, because you're starting from scratch. Because in most cases, there's no inheritance to leave you. As most black most black American homes, there was no there was no wealth to begin with, which meant there was no inheritance for your parents, your parents, 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 parents. There's none for you. So you're starting off what, at a disadvantage. So the only saving grace in America, is labor is your labor going to be essential and high income? And if it is, you can do well. Hopefully you'll be able to start businesses where you can be able to hire out people and control your income where folks cannot bully you or intimidate you into silence because, you know, I don't want to lose my house, lose, lose my quality of life. how I'm living if I say the wrong thing, so I better be quiet. Come on now. Is this is is this America or or United States of Israel? That's the question. Is this America, home of the free of the brave, or is this the United States of Israel? The same the A from what I'm saying, they running our government. If you go to Open secret that website, for more information, you'll see all the donations. All these Congress people, senators, and even President Biden have taken Big time money from Jewish lobbies. And I contend they should be uh, 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 classified as a foreign lobby and not a domestic lobby. But here you got a domestic lobby, lobbying for a foreign country and, and expecting all these perks and benefits for a foreign country on, on the taxpayers' dime. And none of our people or senators or the president have a problem with that. And they bought in this nonsense, right, that if you say anything, then you can be reprimanded. You can be reprimanded. So think about this here, young people. You can criticize President Biden, even President President Donald Trump. But you see anything arbitrary about Israel Jews or the Jewish people, also now anti-Semitism, Jew hater, you know, Hitler. Nazism no I just don't agree with you and it has nothing to do with that I just don't agree with you so again to the young people coming behind me you need to understand now no one's coming to save you no one's coming to make it better for you and you should if you if you're looking now if you, if you're paying attention you should know that these people here right don't get me down about your civil rights as long, as long as you don't say nothing about them, but if you if if you if you critique them, right, call them out, you don't have no right. But shut your mouth and be quiet. And the president of Harvard, who did not want, who did not wish to make any any fuss, quietly went because she knew the big money donors, right, had told the board, right, plagiarism, plagiarism. Well, like you said, like I said before. When you go for a job on that level, you're gonna be the first black in the, in the, in, in, in the history of Harvard. You know darn well she had been vetted 10 times a Sunday. But it wasn't an issue. Because she didn't go up to, 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 to Congress and tell them white folks what they wanted to hear. That yes, anybody who says death to Jews, we gonna kick them out of school. We gonna uh, prosecute them. We gonna do whatever. Because she did not say what they wanted to hear, All them three ladies have lost their job behind what? Wealth. Their civil rights have been violated. And all the folks out there protesting, all right, universities, in the street, all right, they're being photoed by Canary canary Mission. That's right. Whereby prospective employers can see who's doing what, who's saying what, either demote you, terminate you, or not hire you? How dare them? How dare them undermine your First Amendment right for freedom of speech? But none of these white folks have ever had anything to say about it when Jews start talking. Oh no, they're quiet. And I'll read for you again the definition of anti-Semitism. It's a noun. It means hostility to or prejudice against Jewish people. Anti Semitism is a noun and means hostility to or to be prejudiced against Jewish people. Because I disagree with you, Jewish American, don't mean any of these things I feel towards you. I just don't share your belief. I don't believe that you're right. Period. Period. I got no I got no, 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 no acting ground against you. I don't think what you're doing is right. And isn't it funny, Black America, Eidos? You got some of these black folks, right, who really want to get on the good side of the white folks, you know, start uh, uttering anti blackness. You mm-hmm. might know Candace Owen, right? Well, it seems that Candace Owen, right, was calling for a ceasefire and also calling, saying it was g- genocide. All of a sudden, the, 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 the Jewish elite people, right, all of a sudden now, Done jumped on her case. They done kicked her, they kicked her out of the uh, out of their camp. They are no longer endorsing her. Kenneth Owen. that's right. And and I talked to myself with these so-called blacks who want to you know, prove just how anti-black they are, not realizing you're still part of the group that has no respect, who's been denigrated, who's been just ostracized. So no matter what you say trying to prove to the white conservative or white folks in general that you share their worldview or whatever, you still belong to what? Ain't those. You still are a member of what? Black American. So they showed her, right? And doing certain terms, they know the fact that you calling for uh, a ceasefire, you could say in this genocide, what the Jews are doing, they done booted out the camp. She's no longer welcome. You know, she's now, anti-Semitism. She's not anti-Semitism. You know? (laughs) You know, so think about it. Because she had the nerve to say, no, this genocide, what you're doing, all of a sudden now, poor Candace, right, is now being classified as being anti-Semitism. My, 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 my. What wealth can do, baby, what you can buy when you you got wealth, okay? These institutions I say, the primary purpose of all these institutions of media, print, right, visual, is to influence what you and I believe and think. It's to influence what you and I believe and think. For the first time in my life, I can say, I understand how this conflict in Palestine, right, got started, right, and why. If I was a Palestinian, I'd be fighting my land back, too. The two-state le- two solution was always a farce. You can't come to another man's land, take his land, say, hey, guess what? I got a solution. What's that? Two-state two state solution. 2 states now, right? <laughs> who in his right mind going to go over right go that nonsense? And you're going to, A, supersede it with this pretext of, oh, by the way, you know we are God's chosen people now. We are God's chosen people. This is our ancest- ancestral land, I know we've been going for 2,000 years. That's true. We've been going for 2,000 years, but 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 we're back now. You know, we're back to claim what God said is ours. Now, you tell me, neighbor, I'm just saying now, who in his right mind would, A, leave their home, get off their land to give it back to the Jews? Nobody. No. Nobody. 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 And so, if it wasn't so sinister, you know, I wouldn't be laughing, but, you know, it's just that's the audacity, you know, to show up, what Britain did. You can't forget now. This is Britain and the US mess. It's somewhat ironic all of a sudden now, and Paul calling for a ceasefire. We wouldn't be here if you had not partitioned Palestine in 1947 and gave it to the Jews. But now she's talking a ceasefire. isn't it ironic that the person who started here, this nonsense, the same now, or organization calling for a ceasefire. My my God, Jesus Christ! But when you're led by fools, now when you're led by fools, they do foolish things That folks, generation, generation, generation later, generation later, still fighting, still got to deal with these folks who did this now. Said dead and long gone. They dead and long gone. Here we now got to still deal with it. Come on now, garbage. Again, I'm your host Larry Higginbottom. You listen to WBCA one hundred two point nine FM. Again, WBCA one hundred two point nine FM. Name my program from the trenches, baby. Observation from trenches. Observation from trenches. 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 Well, think about what I see, how it affects people out here. And you might have heard that the president of Harvard peacefully resigned. But I say, despite all this other stuff, distractions, might, you know. Praise with him. Praise no, She didn't no no. She did not no no no. So so of she praise praise her dissertation. The board of trustees to how this woman knew about her background up and down. She would not got past round one, without being thirty vetted. You, that you can bet on. It's all big money donors, baby. Money talking. You know B.S. walk. and those Americans used got what? Influence and wealth. That's why the U Penn, president lost her job or, or she had to resign peacefully. And so the president of Harvard has finally succumbed to the big money donors. That's why my program, the title of my talk is Wealth versus Civil Rights. Which group has great influence in America? Anybody listening? Wealth versus Civil Rights. Which group has great influence in America? Wealth, wealth. And you're seeing play out here the importance of wealth. Have institutions that you control. All right? You control the message. You control the message. And threatening people with employment, upending their lives, you know, terminating people who dared to say, all right, uh, free Palestine. When in fact, what we call Israel is Palestine. That's their land, and that's the crook of the problem that all the whites and the Jews know too. You can't solve. That's why I say, having read to myself now, you can't solve this here because the Jews ain't going nowhere, like like in America, white folks ain't going nowhere, Jews ain't going nowhere. They going nowhere. So we got this 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 facade about yeah we need some peace, a ceasefire, a ceasefire is not going to solve this here, because why? you're taking palestine that's the problem that's the problem anybody with a gd gd education to understand you can't solve this here because they're not leaving because they're backed by america with all this you know hardware military hardware so there's nobody over there, over there be it egypt syria lebanon iraq iran you know jordan None of those companies, countries all combined, can do a thing to her. Because why? She's lethal. She's heavy with our armory. You know, so it's a wrap. So for the young people in America, especially my group, Black American, ADOs, hope you understand the importance of wealth. You need wealth. And I would say, let these other groups fight for civil rights. Let them fight for bolo 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 of suppression. Let them fight for that. You know, let them fight for immigration. Let them fight for that. Let them fight anti-racism. Let them fight for that. Your focus in mind to be on what acquiring contracts, city, state, federal, private, the trade, trade union jobs, essential high-income position, you know, that can lead to what capital you can now invest and build things and grow things and hire black people but we need to get out of the arena of civil rights. because you see it firsthand how it had failed? Wealth has trumped civil rights, period, period. So as I get ready to wind down here, I hope you know that uh, you have uh, enjoyed my conversation. You might agree, you might not agree, but okay. It's a different take out in the atmosphere. That's all I'm saying. But you need to understand, neighbor, especially the young black folks, my group, Baby Boomers, we failed you. We failed to fight for self-determination. We failed to pursue independence. We failed to pursue economic independence. We could hire our people, take care of our people. We should never pursue being a citizen, you know, or civil rights. It's been 157 years benefit everybody but us. Everybody but us, and the laws that was passed that caused King to be murdered, right? You know, affirmative action, voting right, the benefit of everybody but us. So it's time for us, right, to acknowledge that we went the wrong way. I understand, we got to be about acquiring wealth. You acquire it by acquiring contracts where you can hire your people, create wealth, and start to build for the future. But this is to be a wake-up call for the whole group. That wealth is at play here, and these universities—they are bedarned, they are they gonna let go hundred million dollars from donors because of your civil rights or your ability to, to speak freely. It's over, baby. And U.S. America is showing you—they might be small in number, but they control wealth and resources. And if you want to keep your livelihood, but you better shut your mouth and be quiet. So, if you don't, the price to pay. Okay, now I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. Name is Sho. From the trenches, baby. I'm from the trenches, from the trenches, from the trenches. Come on, every Wednesday, you know, share my thoughts, my views out here, meaning to insult nobody, no actually grind against nobody. No, no actually grind against nobody. You know, begrudging nobody, but it is what it is, baby. Wealth will always trump civil rights. And you have seen that firsthand, this whole Palestine, uh, uh, you know, situation over there. It's wealth. The Palestinians got no wealth. They have no wealth. So they have what? They got no voice. And for the last 50, 60 years, the Jewish community, right, has what? They have dominated the narrative. So, The wrap. So anyway, as I wind down, I want to thank you for allowing me to, you know, put some, put a different thought out there in the the airways. And I want to let you know I'll be back next next Wednesday to share some thoughts. You know what I see out here, and uh, you know we're gonna just uh, put thoughts out here. You might agree, you might not, but it's okay. You know, because a lot of things I once believed, I don't believe now. Because the things I've read in the last ten to fifteen years, uh, those ideas were disproven. And one of the ideas that I definitely have lost civil rights, we should never, we should have never walked down that road, because America runs, runs on wealth, wealth, and that's what you're seeing play out here. You know, this, this whole situation. And if you don't have it right, you either got to be, uh, you can, you can be stymied. Your voice can be uh, silenced because you don't have the platform. So for the young people come behind me, I would strongly encourage you when you go to the university ready to be thinking, how am I going to take the degree and start my own practice? Start my own. Get my own contract with city, state, federal government, private, con- private contract where I can be as independent as I can whereby I can A, speak and not be fearful of being put out are told, uh, you got to go because your political views does not match mine, which I think is totally absurd. As a founder and an owner and employer, I don't hire people because their views must match mine. I hire them, them to do a job and a task. I think it's totally, totally absurd that nobody has anything to say about that. These are very prominent, powerful people, threatening people, firing people, because why you dare say, free Palestine. But money talk and BS walk, baby. So, again, it is what it is in 24. I hope you're seeing what I'm seeing. But at the end of the day now, right? At the end of the day, it is what it is. So, again, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. You've been listening to WBCA 1029 FM. I'll be back next Wednesday, you know, uh, to share my thoughts and views. Until then, you know, Be safe. Remember, in America, wealth trumps civil rights. Always has and always will. Till next week, be good.
0: The preceding commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3215 or email radio at bnnmedia.org.